chicken. I can do this in my sleep. So I'm gonna just check the chicken. kittens how y'all doing right I, listen i gotta i gotta so uh listen this is our show so we, we talk about whatever we want i got something i got one more thing to show you to let you listen to all right which one was it which one was it oh this one was Big fat pussy, move us out. Meow, bam, 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 why, 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 why,
drop, drop, pop, 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 Africa, right? By uh, Matthews. That's cute, Matthews. That was real, that's real, real crude. That real, was crude. I like that, Matthews. Okay, mm-hmm. I was, when I heard it, I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is." I got and I knew, I knew that you would love it. I got my own, you, Matthews. <laughs> I do. All right, so uh, let's let's yes, let's officially get it crack a lacking. Yes, 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 yes. Good evening and welcome to the BGKH show with Dominion and Epic. I am Dominion. I am Epic. Uh, And we're coming to you exclusively on Vox Vox Power 373. And if you want to call in, it's 240-719-2560. What's that number one more time? 240-719-2560. That's all you got to do. Call. Bam. You'll be on air. Like, bam. Bam. So when they call in, they might want to know what the BGKH stands for. I know that the B is for the blacks. Yeah, it is. I think that's that's, that's what they stand for. That's for the The blacks. 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 What's the G? So the G is actually for the gays. The The gays. gays. That ha was for the gays. The ha was for the gays. For the gays. For the the days. (laughs) The K. Is for the kinksters. The kinksters. Yes, we are uh, not quite. What's today's date? We got a little bit more than a month left to uh, to before MAL. So, Ooh. getting my getting my Ooh. getting my get together together. I mean, but yeah, like it's, mm, it's gonna Ooh. be many things. Ooh. You know what the H is for? Yeah, it's for the humans. humans. Well, all right. This oh, is yeah. episode 41, by the way. And once again, 240-719-2560. Yes, indeedy. We can talk about anything. We can talk about any old bullshit except RuPaul's Drag Race because we did not, neither one of us watched the special yet. No. It's on the DVR, so we'll talk about it next week along with the premiere episode of All-Stars 4. Yes, God. Okay, so, but about All-Stars 4. Did you- I mean, I guess I've gotten over my... Uh, Anger about Shangela, kinda. So here's what I think. So okay, she was robbed. Let me she be was clear. Robbed, she yes. was robbed. Shangela was robbed. One hundred percent. I'm not even going to talk about it. She, she, she was robbed. House and ever. Mm-hmm. I do believe that at some particular point, Shangela's ass is going to pop on the show. <laughs> 
because I think I kind of hope she does it because then it would just see because listen, Shangela was already more famous in a lot of ways than a lot of those girls were somewhat. So yeah. I mean, I kind of get their logic for saying, oh, well, she didn't need the pub. You need the pub as no, much as that was some other bu- people. That was I mean, bullshit. I get that, but that's beside that's the point. That's bullshit. And that's beside if the that point. that was the whole point, then she should have never been on the show in exactly, the first place. she came in with a was, whole bunch of fans. Right. So, I mean, that's almost beside the yeah, point. No. But I'm, I, So I get what they're saying. I'm just saying it was bullshit. But anyway, so... All right, so you're yeah, still excited about it. Yeah, I mean, the... I'm excited about it. I mean, all the contestants I'm excited about. I'm a little, I, like I've said this before, I, I just don't understand why some of the people are coming back and they're they're there for the second time on All Stars or they're there in the show for, like, the umpteenth time in the some way, shape, or form. Time. So, I mean, I'm glad to see Latrice. Yeah, I, listen, I love Miss. Muffin. That's the Miss only Miss one Latrice, I really like. Uh, everyone else, I'm like, uh, you know, I was a Valentina fan until she pulled that you shit. Was, at first. Oh, okay. At I was first. Like, I was like, and then what? she was like, I don't I don't want to take the mask off. And this I was is, this is a lip sync contest. I, what I, part I, of lip sync contest do you not understand? We need to see I don't, your mouth. I don't want to take it off. Valentina, you will take your mask off, you will be disqualified. That's just me to admit it. You will take your mask off or you will not go forward in this contest. What part of lip sync do you not understand? <laughs> DJ start the music, <laughs> but it was like that intense if you, had, right. if you didn't see it because right. I was really sitting there like, did you see Rumpel? Like she got a little, she antsy. was a little like, like what the fuck is going like, on? Let me get, fix myself on this camera, like mm. because here's the thing though, you could I've seen plenty, I have seen drag where it's not a lip sync performance, but if you are doing the right song, you can give a full face and body performance without your lips being seen there is this um there's this drag queen in shit there's this drag queen in or uh, fort lauderdale her name is uh twat i like that name <laughs> and she has this huge foam animatronic head that she wears now the eyes on the head moves and the mouth moves but the mouth movements are just not necessarily in time with what. So it's just the fact that she's got this head that's this big with so, these eyes that move. But she's giving you a fabulous performance because she's doing stunts and shows and that's with that's the head fine and she, everything. Because it's not like she's doing a character. She's doing a character, like, or, yes, and a puppet, or if you will. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's like operating. She's doing a drag performance as a puppet. Okay. So I mean, I get that, but Valentina wasn't doing that. She just didn't know the fucking words. Listen, my only thing about drag performances: if you're doing drag performance, you're doing a performance, especially if it's a lip sync. Lip sync. Know your words. Right. If you don't know your words, you don't need to be on that stage. Watermelon, and you, watermelon, we, watermelon, and, watermelon. Right. And if you don't know that that trick, and you're doing the the peanut butter and jelly watermelon trick or whatever, but that some of the older drag queens will teach some of these younger drag queens when they don't know these songs because they can't pick up the damn songs that, as fast as the young ones can you know if you're not doing that at least in attempting then get off the stage what's the point all right still you got one week to get it together so because we're going to talk about drag race next week that is a given so steel toe Mm -hmm. you got one week to get it together and get your life together speaking of which so shout out to a few people shout out to um our brother exile onyx who is the new Leatherman of color 2019 yes and shout out to our sister uh, Velvet Storm, mm-hmm. who is the first leather woman of color, yes. 2019. Yes. They did a really good um, thing. 
And, you know, honestly, people were surprised to hear this. That was my first time ever officially judging people. Like for money. Not not for money. But for <laughs> for points. Instead of just... <laughs> officially. <laughs> instead of just sitting in the corner talking people. shit yeah, but that's about fine. people. But, but, and, you know, people say, oh, well, well of course you, they won. There was, the, there was only one contestant. But, no, girl, you still had to get their points. And right. both of them treated it extremely seriously and they gave great answers to the question. They gave really good speeches and, you know, no uh, disrespect to, to, um, to velvet speech, but the speech that um, exile gave I was one of the best yes. speeches I had ever heard that stood out on the subject. And I, I was yeah. just like, this was like a perfect summary of, who you are and why you want to do this. Yeah. And I thought that was just like perfect. I felt like I hope someone recorded it and, you know, hopefully we'll put it on our YouTube page or whatever. I so saw. all these other girls that want to run for titles, you know, will learn how to give a speech, you know, and state who you are and what you are about clearly and succinctly. Yeah, I saw a uh, clip and I wasn't I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw a clip on on Exile's Facebook page mm -hmm. uh, about the speech. But I didn't I didn't get to look at the whole thing. I don't know if it's the whole speech, but it was it was a great speech. Mm -hmm. um, Velvet's was with. Vel so I love Velvet anyway. But and, yeah. and Velvet's speeches always um, come from the heart and they're very in your face and answer your question. And that's what it is. But yes. again, that's that's Velvet. And, you, and once you know that about Velvet, like it, it just is what it is with Velvet. So but they did both did a great job. Other I, shout outs to uh, our brother Gray Owl and our brother Jace for some really good performances during yes, God. during uh, during the show. I mean, I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, because Jace was even down to the last minute trying to get his performance together. And, they, and you know, he came through. Child, he was writhing on the stage. He was giving us Patti LaBelle Listen. and Prince T's writhing around all over the stage. But wait a minute. But then, but again, Gray Owl, Listen. Let me let and and one of our brothers did that bitch find I, the light and found, the fan. He found the light and the and fan. The Beyonce fan. He stood there at the, on the stage and the wind blew and this one lock just went, and he stood right there. He was like, <laughs> I was like, you better give me Kelly Clarkson a moment like this. Right. <laughs> American Idol, it is you. <laughs> and uh, uh, still popping up on my screen is what made me think. Now I had heard. And we all know that uh, Steel is a boot black. Yes. But he had never touched my boots before. Ah, uh, well, yes. Let me tell you, I have had my, I don't often get my boots blacked. It's not because I just don't dislike it. I just never want to spend the 30 minutes or whatever, it's the 20 minutes or whatever it takes, you know, out of the event to do it. So there, out of all of the people that have blacked my boots, none of them have been bad. There were two that was really good. One was um, Eric Carpenter, who it was the year that he was running for IMBB. It was the year that I was a tally master. So that was 2016. Okay. I think his name is Carpenter. He's from Alaska. Okay. So he went on. I was the last person whose boots he blacked before the competition. Okay. But the best blacking that I have ever had was when Steele put his hands on my boot. I was just sitting there like, it just felt so good. Just to, just the way that he was massaging my, maybe my legs was just fucked up or whatever, <laughs> but it just felt so good. And the boots look 
so good, they look good afterwards. They look good. Like they're sitting in my closet right now. Like I walked past them, I was like, they look like I just purchased them. Mm. You know. So okay. shout out to Steel and his uh, boot excellent boot blacking skills. You know. Skills. I'm going, you know, he's going to be blacking at uh, MAL. So, yes. you know, go through, get your boots done. And he's going to do my leather, too. So he's going to put his hands all over my So body. he did he did that with uh, one of our brothers, Eli. He, with, uh, with Eli. With the pants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was a whole different, that was another show. Right. And that, I was right. like, okay. But yeah, apparently that, that, that caused him to be late for dinner that night. Right. Which was fine. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, but we so you know, I talked to him already about running for IMBB eventually, and he was like, "Nah, that's not really my my mission." But I'm putting it out there in the universe. Maybe not this year, but sometime soon. Steel Scribner, international boot black. So I mean, still like, I mean, come on, like, I mean, right? You need to share those gifts. What you gonna do, boo? With the kids, and I listen. I am. I'm not one to pump up someone just because they're one of our brothers. If if I don't really care for you, I I would be like, if if he had just done just sort of an okay job, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. I'm not going to actually go and give all of this praise if I didn't think it was actually due because people are going to be like, when they get their booze done and they don't have this, you know, ecstatic, almost sexual experience, they're going to be like, well, Mm. what? Yeah. So, no, I'm saying this because he really did an awesome job as a boot black. So shout out to, you know, all of the contestants and our new leather man and leather woman of color. Shout out to our performers and shout yes. out to our boot black for the weekend yes. for doing an outstanding job. It's a great job. Great weekend. Actually, it was a really great weekend. Um, all of we got to see all of Mufasa's. Pro- well, I don't know if it's all of it, but we got to see a lot of it a significant number. And, you know, a couple so, of our brothers got the. Uh, Jumped in, I Welcome. guess they call it. <laughs> <laughs> jumped in, you know, isn't that what you do in a gang? You know, you get jumped in. <laughs> they, a I saw Mufasa had on his chola makeup and everything, you know. So you know, I guess the girls got jumped Ooh. in. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so what? What? What y'all gonna do? What y'all gonna do? What y'all gonna do? Mufasa, if you tuned in, I'm. <laughs> Oh, that, he said he was going to call in. That's a prompt him to call in. 240-719-2560. Come on. Make Any it, of Mufasa's listen. prize. Say, well, come on. <laughs> you know, let's do it together. Let's, let's get it on. So anyway, so how was your week? Uh, so my week was. You didn't bring uh, any liquor, did you? I, that, you, I did That was not. supposed to be your, your ministry. Um, my ministry right now is tired. Uh, okay. Um, it is all over my face. It is mm-hmm. all over my attitude. It is all over everything. My ministry is tired. So I'm hey, Stephen, I'm gonna be seeing you in February. I gotta. I'm gonna tell you about mine in a minute. Okay. Yeah, my ministry is just tired because I, I've, I have this week. Oh, I'm sorry. After last week, because we weren't on the, mm-hmm. we weren't there. I was. Actually, How was Tampa? I was in Tampa for the weekend. Tampa was okay. It was the weather you have was any a dates? little. Listen. Um, you Tampa gays, you, I, I'm sorry, you Tampa Kingsters, the ones that were near me, y'all are full of shit. Because I sat in that room all the weekend long. Sat in Listen, that room, sat in that room about near done. And of course, death. every motherfucker that was there that I had been having conversation with on Friday wants to then, I'm like, I am leaving. I've been here right, all everybody, week. Every, all of a like, sudden, everybody. Where like, you at? Oh, Why what are you, you doing? What, what you, you doing? Like, girl? I have been here all week from Sunday until Friday. Listen, I've entertained some great conversation. That's great. And a couple people I'll probably see at MAL. But listen, yeah, fuck you, Tampa. Anyway. Um, but I did have a great time. Did you run into our brother uh, Hesperus? 
No, I did not. Okay. Um, I did go to Fogo de Chao. I did, I did go to Fogo de Chao. Ah, I went to Fogo de Chao and fucked the bowl of bacon up. I fucked, I fucked up that damn uh, crab soup again, mm-hmm. and I fucked up Fogo every de Chao piece of, takes us to Brazil. I'm sorry, Texas Day Brazil, excuse mm-hmm. me. And the crab soup, thing, and I uh, fucked up that every damn piece of meat that they put on our damn uh, our you damn table. You with your team? Yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, that- Did they that, pay for it? Oh, of course. Listen. I fight then. The, Did you get the, that cheesecake, uh, the Brazilian cheesecake at the end? I was so fat and full, like literally, I was like- I hope you had a microwave in your room. No, I didn't. I had a refrigerator though, but I put the thing right in the refrigerator. Oh, there we go. Because listen, that that Brazilian cheesecake, I got that. I had every piece of meat that came, the the, the filet mignon, the the lamb chops, the, the leg of lamb. Ooh, them lamb the, chops. Um, you know, chicken with will, bacon. Is, ooh, they, the, ooh, the lamb uh, chops listen, will change your life. Everything. They even and had- And Brazilian sausage with the little spice The Brazilian sausage mm, You don't really care for the You know, I still got some of that left from Thanksgiving. In fact, I'm thinking of- I got food left. They That's were, right. yeah, they were. But anyway, but I, I and the the, the capoeiras because I know yes. I'm that mm-hmm. was they were on point. They had a double, and it was like half hour, fifty, like um. Uh, Did you get happy the passion fruit one? No, it was just the the regular. Oh, just um, the plain yeah, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. happy fifty percent off, and it was a double. I said, Ooh. okay, well that was cute. So yeah, that was that was real cute. Um, but anyway, once I got back from Tampa, then I had to uh, start this process. I'd been talking about this about getting my mom situated in, in her whole. Uh, living situation. So, um, moving her into the assisted living place, uh, it's been emotionally draining on several different levels. Um, I think I'm I'm fine with the fact that she's out of that space. I'm actually very happy because she is able to be around other people and you know, 24 uh, hour care, and I have to worry about her walking out the door and all that type of stuff. Um, but it's once again family. Mm-hmm. Old girl from Soul Food never got it wrong when she was like, fuck the family. The family fucked my husband. Listen, I love my family. Who your family fucked the husband? I, but, I know what the, you meant. I'm but, sorry. you know, I love the family, and I even like the family, more importantly. But, uh, however, some of you all, when this process of acclimation is over, there is nothing more that I need to say to you and you need to say to me, I'm okay with that mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah. For right now, that's okay, but we're gonna cut that off because the moment that she says, oh, I'm home, great. We are no, li- I'm deleting your numbers from my phone. Uh, Mufasa, the call-in number is 240-719-2560. That's 240-719-2560. Keep going. Yeah. But, um, so that, that whole process, and it's been a little bit draining, uh, but, you know, she's closer to me, and I'm able to see her when I want to. Um, today was not even. And where to, is she? She's actually. I mean, um, you don't necessarily. Yeah, she's actually, she's details, only about 35. But. She's about 35, 40 minutes, 45 oh, minutes good. away from me. I so, really liked your mother, but then again, like I say, everybody loved my father, too, just because you ain't got to fuck with him all the time, so. And therein lies that. Um, our parents, I think they get to a point where they know how to perform in front of the people that they meet and put, mm-hmm. put their best foot forward, which is great. But at old dark o'clock in the morning or after several hours of being around them and they start, you know, their true self being, listen. And and I never paint, hopefully I never paint the picture that she was um, or she is like some evil, nasty woman. She's a No, bitch. not at no. all. I mean, no, she's, she but is she's an just, older woman 
and older people, once they, at least the ones that I have met, once they get past a certain age, you know, just get set in their ways. And so even under the best of circumstances, they get set in their ways. Yeah. But when you, as dementia starts to advance, that has a whole, a whole other level of foolishness that is very difficult and very frustrating. And it's easy for those of us who aren't in the situation to be like, how can you talk to your mother like that? But you ain't got to deal with it. You, and no, and everybody knows that you don't have, well, at least I know, and your good friends know, that you have nothing but your mother's best interest at heart. So, you, and you've never come off as anything other than uh, than caring and, you know, and that's it's, that. It's, yeah. But, it, you know, again. So just don't bump no heads. Yeah, we. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> just don't, you know, like knock them to smooth the fuck out. Well, um, you know, I've realized also that the family is, they rev- they become. Ooh, that's probably Bufas. Ooh, that's a call? That's the- Thank you for calling the BGKH show. You're on the air with Dominion and Epic. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Good. I'm all right. Who is Hold this? On. I gotta mute. I gotta um, mute my um. What you call it? Like here. Am I live? Uh, you're live. Yes, you are. Is you live? Yes, you's live. Who is this? Is on the live. call? This is Desmond calling in from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to give a hand up for Yolanda Part 2. That is my good, 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 good. Well, I'm put my entire Elias out. How's it going? Yolanda, all right. Yes. Hey, hey, look, Yolanda. Yolanda. I'll well, look, you. at least I didn't go back to Whitney and make you, and make you Whitney. Oh, <laughs> well, let's just stick to the topic. <laughs> I was calling in about the topic that y'all was having on your show this evening, dealing with elders with dementia. Um, it can be a touchy subject. It really can be, from my personal experience with it. Um, I can keep going. I'm going to actually sum it up the best way that I can. It's just like when we're born into the earth, you know, when they're our parents. They don't really have a handbook on being a parent. They just have somewhat idea. Mm-hmm. And then when we have, our parents get older and they start going into dementia, they don't leave us a handbook to deal with them. And just like every child is different, every dementia patient is different also. And, Chad, I completely commend you, you know, for doing what you're doing. I know it's a journey. That is it? Don't you say not one more word because you get to start making me (laughs) quit it, quit it, quit it, (laughs) quit it. Um, However, like I said, it doesn't come with a handbook. How And like when we are like growing up, they teach us how to be adults, but we're not sure how to deal with the elderly and some of the things that go along with those things. Um, And a lot of it is new. A lot of it is new findings and things. But I do put it to you like this, you know, the best thing that you can do is make sure that they're okay and they have the things that they need. Yes. And from there, I mean, all the other pieces of the puzzle, they just start falling into place from there. You know, but the beginning of it, I mean, I can't say it takes a great deal of patience because it will take all your patience plus some, you know, it takes way more than just patience, but mm-hmm. I do know the run does get a little bit easier. Yeah, with well, 
Listen, I, I, I appreciate that. Um, I definitely appreciate the, the words of support. And uh, I, listen, I appreciate you. Um, I'm sending good vibes to you and your family because I know that there was also um, some issues with over the holiday as well. So please give my love to all of your family and the matriarch. Um, so I want to make sure she's okay. So, um, huh? What? Okay. So, but anyway, um, I appreciate you calling. You are our first caller of the evening. Oh my gosh, I'm doing a carriage fest. Y'all can put that tune on again and I'll do it there. I can't, um, unfortunately, I'm talking to y'all on my cell phone. Um, I can watch y'all, but I can't listen at the same time because the voices are overlapping. Okay. And I do want to continue to um, watch the show. Well, go on. So I may call back in a little bit later, but right now I want to kind of finish watching because I can't do both. Okay. All, All right, right, baby. And good luck to both of you guys, and I will share y'all page on my wall and get more people involved in what y'all doing and, you know, get more tuners to come in and whatever goes from there goes in. Well, we so appreciate we'll it. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you, babe. All right. Bro. All right. And I look forward to seeing your walls. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if, is was that is that are you good then? Yeah, I'm 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 good. I'm good. I'm right. good. Yeah, but it was all in all the week was good. And today I had some issues today, but um, God bless uh, DC area special police. Oh. oh my God, there's two callers. What's going on? Someone called. Someone second caller. Yeah, Ooh. God bless D.C. Area Special Police or Capitol Police, but, you know, whatever. Hello, you will call the BGKH show. This is Dominion and Epic. How can we help you? It is Mufasa. How are you? Ooh, hey. hey. How you doing? <laughs> I am doing well. I am doing really well. Well, so glad to hear that. So I guess you're calling in because <laughs> we... I guess you're calling in because you heard your name. <laughs> you heard your name. I always hear it in the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but can you feel it? Can you hear it in the air? Yes. Yes, I can hear it. Can you hear the love in the air? I do want to thank all of you no, for don't. participating this weekend and coming on out and making the weekend a wonderful, wonderful event. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It I had fun. a good time. Yeah, I had, I had a great time as well. Didn't get, my, didn't get my, didn't uh, get my, you know, didn't get to put my fingers in as many butts as I would have liked. But you know, it was still fun. I mean, well, we'll 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 build on that and 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 build that into next year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, is that the bar- so that's the barometer for everything? Is how many booties fingers you hold? I mean, that's the barometer. Is that not the- your barometer? Not quite. But I'm not going to turn that down. Um, not at all. So yeah, I'm not going to turn that's that down. That's the measure of success. No, I'm it's not. Gonna turn, I'm not going to turn it's that down. It's not. We had a wonderful time, and thank you for uh, letting me participate and be a judge. I had a really good time. Really and thank you for being our auctioneer. You do that with the best. Well, of thank the best. you. Yeah, he, listen, he gets on that stage, start, then gets listen, gets the selling stuff off. You like you've done this before, once or twice. Just once or twice. <laughs> Just once or twice. Okay. All you right. know, I had to let your boy have it because you know Khalid was talking shit from the audience. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, Khalid. <laughs> But, you know, oh, also, I appreciate you. Um, so um, the Wet Pocketbooks, their tour. So I, I understand yeah. that you're supposed to be do- making a donation for the Wet Pocketbooks tour. I have not heard hide nor hair of the tour. 
So you know the blind leading the blind here. See, you know that's okay. We'll day. send you. That's okay. We'll uh we'll send you our GoFundMe page. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 to the jumping in, uh, the uh, members that we I, I gave their medallions to their family medallions to, they had been members of the family for over a, about a year, but I hadn't seen them in person to oh. give them the medallion, uh, and so. So is that what we're calling it? We're jumping them in now into the bride? Uh, that's what your uh, cohort <laughs> called it, but I don't think so. So what happened was you jumped them in a year ago, and their wounds have just now healed so they can be seen in public. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. That's, yes, if, if that's, what, if that's what, what the word on the street is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's how you keep the holes at bay. Right. Yes. But no, I, I no. try to do that in person. But yes. um, sometimes, you know, it takes a while to get to the people. Right. Okay. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing you at MAL. And I look forward to seeing you. Bill will be with me. So we look Woo-hoo! forward to Bill. both of you. Hey, Bill. We'll see you on uh, MAL, Bill. Yes, he will. And uh, we will have a glorious time as usual. All righty. Thank you so much for calling. Well, thank you for receiving my call. Sure. Ciao. <laughs> Bye. So, yeah, so um, my last we got two, two weeks. Calls, I know, right? Man. My last two, and neither one of them were foolishness. Yeah, like, that like one we got call. A, hello? At this the number? Is Who is this number? What are you calling? Somebody me gave me a call. I'm like, what? What is going on here? But anyway, you were saying about your week? So, I mean, my two weeks have been, you know, pretty uneventful. Um, I came close to screaming once. Like all of a sudden, just a wave, just, you know, I just wanted to be like, my father is dead. I just wanted to like scream it. I was, you know, I didn't. Having a moment. and I had like a, it's like it just hits me at odd times, you know, you just be like, oh damn, that's my life now. And I don't, I am not saying that at all for pity or anything like that. I'm saying it. Because I think that men in particular, in particular, but I just think there are a lot of people who think that. So I I find that people are on one of two extremes. They either share everything or they feel like they can't share anything. And I want to come somewhere down the middle. The middle yeah. I don't want to be one of those people who takes every opportunity yeah, to we say, got to say my father yeah, died there, because yeah. I don't need you. I don't need complete strangers to say you have my condolences because to me it means nothing. And you might as well not have said it. And while I get what you're saying, it's unnecessary. Right. And I feel like sometimes people That's do true, that Richard. because they need um, they need that energy. I don't need that energy to always say that. So when I tell these stories, it's mainly so that other people who are going through it or who will go through it know that it's okay to have a number of ways to grieve and you don't have to feel weird because I feel weird sometimes because I'm not more emotional about it. Mm. But I have to remember that it's perfectly okay not to be one of those people who is like just an emotional wreck. Right. 
uh, or, or paste or uh, posting on Facebook or Instagram about it or woe is me or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, someone died, but life moves on for everybody yeah. else. And that's just how it is. Yeah. So, I so think, that's when yeah. I, sh I share that so that other people can feel comfortable in grieving in the way that feels best for them. Yeah, and I think also too, as you get older, your grieving start, your, how you grieve actually changes. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, for me, uh, you know, I, the, I get to, a, I've gotten to a point where I feel like I, nece I don't necessarily want to cry about it, but mm -hmm. then sometimes I feel like, you know what, I got to let it out. And then sometimes I just can't control it. And I noticed that r recently within the last, I'd say four to five years, I've become more emotional about stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, when it really does hit me, I'm like, all right, I need to get myself a moment, get me a towel, and then just let that good old cry out, and you know I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And I find it coming in, in, in waves as well, um, yeah. you know, with the, with the grief or with the whatever the emotion is. So, and which is completely different from when I was younger. Yeah. So, and I don't know what it's going to be next year. So, yeah, I've never know. been particularly emotional like that, you know. And as I get older, the less interested or or willing. I am to express that emotion in public. Right. That, I'd yeah. rather yeah. have my grief be private. Yeah. Like I would have been totally, I mean, not my sister's illness, notwithstanding, you know, if it had just been me and my sister with the casket yeah. saying a few words, you know, I understand that other people want to, I mean, it's their funeral, it's their father, I mean, their brother, not just our father. Right. You know, but yeah, so. But some right. people, but I think sometimes people forget that sometimes, which is one of the issues that, and I, I think similarly, it's not about, it's, it is about the fact that you have a relationship with them and it's your uncle or it's your brother or whoever, but it's your parent. So, and yeah. it's not, it's, it's, it's also, I think people forget that your connection is a vital connection. It is. A, it, it, and, but it, the you know, relationship a, yeah. of a sibling is not unvital. No, it's not unvital. But in other words, without without them, you wouldn't exist. Period. Right. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah, by yeah, vital. Yeah. And to my family's credit, there was none of the interference that I was prepared for in making any of the decisions. Because uh, listen, because here's here's the thing. I am perfectly fine with not expressing the emotion in public, but if the emotion does get expressed, it gets expressed as anger over foolishness. And I will say that in the weeks after my death, I had to be real, Your real, my, my death. Did I say my death? Yes. My father's death. I had to be, well, I'm, you didn't. I, I've been I'm, reincarnated, you know, so. Oh, okay, so. And uh, this is the form I chose to come back in. Uh, okay, well, all right. <laughs> but after my father's okay. death, like, there were a couple of times where I'm like, just breathe, just breathe, just breathe, because I'm about to go off on this bitch. I'm about to go off. I'm about to go off. This person at the Target does not deserve, or not, it was in the Target. It was when I, because, you know, you know, my father didn't wear a lot of suits. He worked for Metro, so he wore his Metro blues all the time. Mm -hmm. We had to, I had to spend two hundred dollars on a suit. They make, they give you a whole list. You got to buy a suit. You got a shirt. You got to buy a tie. You got to buy underwear. Yeah. You got to buy socks. The only thing that was optional was shoes. And I was like, Why at this point would that be optional? Like, you know what I mean? It's like if all of that is optional, why can't? 
Yeah. Why can't pants be optional? Exactly. Because it's not like everybody's going to flip the whole casket up and see that he's naked from the waist down. But I was pissed because we had to buy all this shit and it was slow as hell in the line at KNG. I was like, just don't say it. Just don't say it. This chick don't deserve. She don't deserve you going off on her because she's a convenient target that can't fight back. Because, of course, Mm -hmm. I mean, I ain't stupid. I wasn't going to go off on the dude that was like this. But still. You know, so. And at the end of the day, that that apparel that you bought Mm -hmm. was more than likely split up the back and placed on them. Yeah. So it's like, I'm. So anyway, so, you know, so anyway, so uh, what we're going to talk about today? Um, Christmas is coming, number one. Christmas time is here. That's all I know. That's all I know. That's that's it. That's all I can give you. (laughs) It's every next week. But you but you also have there's certain songs like Christmas songs that Mm -hmm. just I do it for you and it just ruins the holiday for you. You know what song that I hate and everybody loves? All I want for Christmas is you. I don't oh, like that thing. On every song. time I hear that song by Mariah Carey, I mean I don't hate it because I, I mean I like Mariah Carey, but I'm just like, listen, for me it's that damn simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The Gap has ruined that for me. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. And that part I can even get over, but it's the beginning. It's the choo 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 choo. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Ugh. So um, but this one. So what are uh the first words to Silent Night? Silent Night, Mm-mm. Holy Night. No. Silent Mm-mm. Night, Holy Night. Mm-mm. All is calm. All Mm-mm. is right. That's all I know. Would you like me to tell you? Yes, please. In my mind. <laughs> I want you to be free. <laughs> yeah. You, listen. Am I right or am I right? Listen. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Producer's like, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I got that one. Listen, I got that one. <laughs> what other? What other Christmas? So Nat King Cole and and all the the different. Um, well, his song for mm-hmm. Christmas. But then also Donny Hathaway's the slow version, the fast version, the medium tempo the medium medium tempo version, mm-hmm. all those different versions that I love of um Jesus, I can't think of the name of the song now. That's not so awesome. I got it. Hold on, I got it. Uh, okay. I did hear a new Christmas song, though, by um, Lettucey and Kim, which I thought was kind of nice. I'm not sure if it's new as in this year, but or it's been out, and I just heard the other day. It was actually pretty nice. I like that Lettucey. She gets down. I like that Kim. He gets down. So, yeah, it works for me. And believe it or not, over the years, some of these albums that come out, some of these artists have produced some really good Christmas songs. I'm even give Destiny's Child some good. They have a couple of different Christmas songs I actually kind of like. I declined. I'm, I'm telling you, it did. night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. 
But yeah, the uh, the one little talk about Destiny's Child. Um, oh, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, cut. Have yourself a cunty little Christmas. Ajo in the studio. Hello. chocolate life with dominion Fun is 
up outside. Show is brought to you by Boxways, Box Tower three seven three. A big uh, 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 cabaret uh, at the um, what was that, what that spot over there by Suitland, uh, not Suitland Avenue. Uh, the Quonset Hut. So back in the day, that's where you had a case of cabarets at. Yeah, uh, that Naylor Road Metro. Oh. Was that Naylor? Is that Naylor? Many things. But back in the 70s and 80s, it was where, you know, my parents used to go for uh, cabaret. Yeah, legend. That's what think of the L. Yeah, it was. That's all I remember was the strip club. It's so funny, you know, the places. So, I remember, you know, when we were, when we were kids, it's like um, the cabaret used to be like, Maze featuring Frankly Beverly, and now it's like SWV, <laughs> Jodeci, Boys to Men, and I'm like, God damn, we are old. No, because we have become those bitches. We have become those. You know, you, like your parents would be like, "You gonna stay with the babysitter tonight?" 
we're going to see Frankie Beverly and Mays. We're going to see the OJs. We uh we're gonna see the, the temptations. Spinners. We're gonna see Millie Jackson. Listen, Millie was listen. Yes, Millie Jackson. And now it's like nasty ass. All right, I so you gonna stay with you gonna stay with Grandma. We're gonna go to see Jody. See, we're gonna see uh, Black Street. <laughs> <laughs> no diggity, <laughs> no doubt. Teddy Riley and Bibbidi's gonna show up. Yay! <laughs> The H-Town. surviving members of New Edition. Right, and H-Town going to make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And Troop! What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listen, and I used to get that all the time. That somebody would be like, "Oh my God, you look like the guy from True." But I was like, "Don't say that, don't say that." Do you though? I got to look I at the picture. Think, it was like you know, as the, the, at that point, everybody was wearing a box, had the part, and, oh. hit, and it was like, "Oh, you look like." Then I got Omar Epps. Then I got Luis Vandross. Then I got. I was like, I don't. Omar Epps though. Yeah, I was like, I don't see any. I'm not of this. Any. I don't see any. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awfully good girl, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. That's all I know. Santa yeah, that's all I baby, yeah. Santa baby, that's all I know. So, but all right, so we used to listen to a number of different things, but the one album that defined Christmas to me is Stevie Wonder's Someday at Christmas. Like right now, mm. if I put, well, first of all, I'm not, I just, I decided I wasn't going to put up a tree or do that this year because it felt like it would be too emotional. Okay. Because like all of the pictures when I was putting together my father's memorial were from, were, Christmas. From, were from Christmas. And I just remember each one. I remember like the, the one year they went all out and both, you know, so our living room, we had this L shaped sectional. Okay. And so like one sectional had all of my sister's toys because it was just so much shit. It was no need to put it under the tree. Right. They didn't even bother to wrap it. It was just so much. Shit. Yeah. That, I was, my stuff was never wrapped. The toys. One year my mother wrapped and you know, we knew what she never. was doing. We were old enough to know that there was no Santa Claus, but, she decided she you wanted just to ruin it for some ruined it for somebody. She probably kids. watched Oprah because I wanted to watch Oprah and she would see shit on Oprah. Like, well, Oprah said so. One year she wrapped all of our presents. She was in the room on you know for like a week ahead of time, just <laughs> wrapping shit and wouldn't let Mama, us see. What you doing? I'm wrapping yes. But the picture that I remember that I was going through albums where it was just so much shit. It was just piled. I had one sofa. My sister had another. So I was just like, I don't even want to be bothered. I don't need that kind of emotionality in my life. So I'm not even going to put up a tree okay. this year and listen to, um, uh, what is the song? Someday at Christmas. No, but the album is Someday at Christmas. Okay. Um, Ave Maria was good. Let me see. Is it not bedtime for toys? Um, Is this it? Yes. No, that's that's I don't even think I've heard. I know all of the words to every song in this. One little Christmas tree was standing alone. 
waiting for someone to come by. I'm good, thank you. I listen, we are on the air and I, I, oh, I, I you don't need to. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> you don't, you don't. <laughs> so, yes. So, because this song always made me cry, even as a child. Mm-mm. And I even remember, so this, you know how when you're of a certain age, not only do you remember the song, but you remember the part that's supposed to skip because there was a scratch in the seat in the album. <laughs> yep, that's supposed to that's be like a, a, a. That's the good thing about. Um, Who's this? That's um, Alexander O'Neill. I'm telling you. We had some very solid traditions in our house, and we listened to uh, Someday at Christmas, the whole album. And it literally just played on repeat. Listen. Let it go through the whole thing. You just take that needle, put it back to the beginning, and listen to the whole thing. Oh, Here's speaking of Christmas. Do. Yeah. Voxwave and Urban Style Media, uh, they, they're going to collaborate for the second annual Toy Drive. Yes. Drop off all unwrapped toys to Voxwave Studio at 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland. The deadline is December the 20th. Um, we're doing it big for kids in the DMV, and we need your help. So, again, 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland, and the drop-off deadline is December the 20th. So, any unwrapped toy, make sure you bring them on. Yeah, and, you know, I'm not suggesting that you spend millions of dollars on a toy, but don't get a toy from the dollar store. I mean, you know, these kids are underprivileged. You know, at least do a little something. And we take coats. We take coats too. Absolutely, I mean, there's you a know, coat drive as well. The reason that um, Christmas, I think, is such an emotional time for people because it connects with your most visceral memories of childhood. And being an adult, you know, is you know you sort of lose that innocence. Yeah. So you know you could have an opportunity to give a child, you know, something. So, you know, find one of those toys that, you know, you know, look online. What is a toy that every kid wants? I absolutely love and hate this at the same time. Because Anthony Hamilton did this over. And it's actually, I like his version. But this song is like, it's so depressing, but it's like yeah. amazing at the same time. But it's what like, do, uh, is this what do the Lonely yes. Christmas? Yes. Yes. Of course. But, you know, it's just, and I, I laugh at myself because I was like, I used to think, how could people be lonely at Christmas? Like, why are people not around their family? Because, again, as a kid, this is all that you know. You're always around your family. Yeah. And your family's there. And, you know, that was, well, that was, I'm not going to say a lot of people. Well, it is a lot of people's uh, upbringing. There's some people that didn't have that type, of, that type of memory, so they don't necessarily know what that type of Christmas is. But for me, that's what I remember being around. Everybody should be around their family. There was no reason you had to go anywhere else and do something else. It was always family time. Like, that's what I remember. So when people say, I'm going out of town for Christmas, I'm like, what? Right. Why aren't you around your family? Like, wow. And then I, I, as I got older, I've seen people that are like, I don't like Christmas. It, it brings too many bad memories. And I'm like, but why? Well, you know, because if you're not close to your family like I am, which is why, you know, I always have events over the holidays because, you know, the people that I've chosen, chosen right, to be a part of my family. And that's also why I, I don't particularly, like for Christmas, I invite anybody to come to my Christmas party. Okay. But everybody is not welcome for New Year's Eve. So because I, my mother died on December 30th. And my grandmother died around the holidays. Her brother died around the holidays. So I would be that's a time to spend with family. I would definitely say that the, the your functions, your Christmas functions, and the holiday time is actually, I'm glad that 
um, I've gotten to spend the last couple with you. So I appreciate that because I, I look forward to those. So yeah, you know, I, 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 it's in all sincerity, I actually do. This is another funny, sad song too. But I sincerely enjoy that. So thank you yes. for that. And I, I so I got one more for you. One more. Santa Claus is coming to the ghetto. Since we're on this topic, I'm just going to ask this. Do, do you have a favorite Christmas memory, whether it was as an adult or a kid? Like, one of those Christmas memories that is the absolutely standout Christmas moment or Christmas memory. And, it, you know, hmm, the good. Well, yes. Well, because there are some standout memories that could be bad. I'm just saying that. Yeah, well, they're the only one, and it's kind of funny. So I'll tell you a good one and a bad one. The bad one, quickly. Me and my sister was fucking up. Like, I don't know what we did. We fucked up, like, the whole November and December. And my mother was like, Santa's not coming. Y'all don't know how to behave, so Santa's not coming. We was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So we got up that Christmas morning, and there was nothing. Now, remember, when I said every Christmas was one one sofa filled with toys for me and one sofa filled with toys for my sister, we got up this one particular Christmas, and there was Nathan. Nathan under that tree. And my mother told a story later. She was like, oh, we both look so pitiful. <laughs> we both look so, I mean, but we knew it. I mean, right. it, was, it was, you know, we were, this was not, we ain't had that kind of family where you could, you know, you couldn't throw no tantrum and be like, where's my toy? No, no, that was not an So, idea. but she said, oh, we were so pitiful. Santa made a special trip like a week later. Cause we, she said, I, she said, she, she said her, she said her, uh, uh, she and my father felt so bad because we were just like devastated (laughs) because, you know, we would, it was just like, Merry Christmas. Your mother sitting there with a cup of coffee and a cigarette like. Because my mother did smoke. She was sitting there like, told (laughs) you there wasn't going to be no (laughs) So, but the best memory. I got um, the Millennium Falcon. Let me tell you how the Millennium Falcon was my favorite toy ever. So I put that girl together. You know, you just flying through the house with the Millennium Falcon. Like, <laughs> and you, you purposely go like, you know, up against the wall. You be like, 
<laughs> that was the one where it flipped out and had the four wings. Yes. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Okay. No, that was the X wing. That's the, the Millennium X-wing? Falcon. You know, Han Solo. The big oh, with the, with the yeah, black, yeah, yeah. with the with right. the flat. Right. And you flattened. know how it turned on the side. Okay. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it so much. Okay. I love it so much, so much. So yours. Uh, one of my favorite Christmases was uh, it was in night. It was a big snowstorm. Nineteen like seventy-eight, seventy-nine. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But anyway, no, there was a huge snowstorm in 1980. Well, maybe in in D.C. it was a big snowstorm, like around Christmas. Snow was like it was. Yeah, I was it so was. It was that ta- I yeah. couldn't. Yeah, it was, almost see. So over it could have been 1980. But mm-hmm. the the whole point was this particular Christmas. I I, I was so I was probably not. It was like nine or ten. I was mm-hmm. nine. In 1980, I would have been nine. You know. Yes. Um, Math. That particular Christmas, we all for Christmas we would always go to my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. and we that particular Christmas uh, we all got snowed in because it happened like on Christmas and everybody was there, so the whole family had made it over there, and so that was my, nice. my grandmother has four kids, and all, and between all her four children have at least two kids, so there's four, four, two and two, mm-hmm. so. You have my grandparents, you have all of our parents and their husbands, wives, and significant others, and all the kids in this house. And my grandmother's house is a three-bedroom row home with between the basement, the main floor, and the upstairs with three bedrooms. Every last one of us was in there, and family friends that were in there. So, And listen, we got snowed in, and when I tell you, we we had so much fun. It was like a, a Christmas, 24 hours a day of Christmas. That's because you was a child. I was, yeah, I was a child. You had been about like five years old. You'd be like, I'm tired of these. Listen, it was, that was one of the, that was one of the best Christmases. But then also, um, I had a Christmas when I was a kid where... I had so many toys upstairs in the living room mm-hmm. that I was like just all overload. In, uh, overload with the toys. And then I sat there and like an hour later, my mother was like, she had this look on her face. And I found out later on what, what happened. She's like, Santa Claus made a delivery downstairs in the basement too. And I was like, I go downstairs, there's more toys downstairs in the basement. So it turns out my mother had bought all these damn toys for me, and she forgot that she had half them downstairs in the basement. Oh. So I'm sitting there playing with these toys, and she was like, "You was already she, like, oh, yeah. this is wonderful." Yeah, my mother was like, "There's some more damn toys. I don't know how she's." It was already in the basement. Mm-hmm. So I walked downstairs, and I was like, "It's more toys!" <laughs> Listen, I, that was one of the best Christmas I remember, and I was like, "It was great. It was definitely, definitely, definitely great." Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so I, that was a great memory, and putting up Christmas decorations with my grandmother. Yeah. Great memory. So yeah, that's why I have such very I have very specific requirements for the Christmas tree mm-hmm. because as a kid, you know, the idea that you could just get a string of multicolored lights did not fly with Stephanie. So mm-hmm. there was like boxes. This was the red box of blue ornaments and lights, the green, the red. So we would have a family with the little bugs on the outside, the little uh, the, the star burst, yes, the little thing yes. they would fall off and step on them. Ouch! Right. Ooh. And we would have a family meeting to decide what the colors were for Christmas for that year. Okay. But then I deviated from that, and so you know, I'm like, well, I'm gonna have a white tree, these red, white, and silver. Listen. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh, you want? Yeah, we used to always get on Christmas Eve. So, but anyway, so the BGKH show. Y'all waited until uh, Christmas Eve to put the tree up. My mother and I, we would always get a. We would get as I got older, we would get a Christmas Christmas tree, a live Christmas tree on Christmas oh, Eve because okay. they were cheaper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Christmas Eve, I would be sitting there like, <sighs> we would get we get we had a real Christmas tree once. And you know that whole thing about the scent of pine. Listen, seven months later, you were still pulling pine out of the out of everywhere. Not only that, but the 
the scent of pine, I we nobody in my house cared for it. We was all, so one year after one year, we was like, "Fuck this!" We got a perfectly good artificial Christmas tree. The whole needles all over the fucking place. You because we only, I mean, we did not great. have a huge house. It was a three bedroom, two bath house, but it was like a thousand square. It was like maybe twelve hundred square feet. So it wasn't a. You couldn't get away from the smell Listen. of pine. You like in your sleep, you like I smell pie. <laughs> oh, God. And the Christmas tree stands with those good green wooden things you have to nail into the side. Mm. I love that. And you see the maple coming out? Ugh. Whatever. Actually, my father was, used to do that crap where he would make the damn Christmas tree lean up against the wall. His old, I, my father wasn't... <laughs> anyway, the BGK 8 show streams live on Wednesdays on VoxWave.com uh, 9.15 to 10.15 uh, p.m. Eastern and 6.15 to 7.15 p.m. Pacific. Uh, episodes are available on YouTube every Friday. Search for Vox Power 373 and look for the BGK 8 show with Dominion and Epic. Uh, we actually have a live studio Excuse audience. Uh, they're not, no one's here today, but we appreciate our, both our callers today. So keep on calling. And remember, when, you, when we're on, on the air, you can dial in 240-719-2560. 240-719-2560. Just to repeat that. Okay. So uh, listen. Like, yeah, listen. If you guys want to get in touch with me, you can reach me uh, on Twitter at Epic Onyx One. You can reach me on Instagram at I am Epic Onyx, and you can reach me on Facebook if you look for Epic Onyx. Dominion, how can people reach you? At Dom Onyx on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com/slash Dom Onyx, and www.domonyx.com. So um, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Yes. And uh, if I don't, for whatever reason, see you guys, because I know we have another show before then, but. Um, yeah, we have a show next week, and then we're going to go on hiatus for a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, I'm just, for whatever reason, you, you may not get to see my face next week or whatever, or I don't get to see your face or whatever, but I'm going to tell you happy holidays. That's what I'm going to say. Happy holidays. <laughs> so, but. Um, happy holidays. Right. That's another song. That's a, that's a, that's a classic, too. Yeah, but anyway. All right, kids, well, we'll see you next week. And thank y'all for coming out. God bless you. And good night. I make my runs about to break a day. Yeah.